Kia ora, I'm Jill. And I'm John. And you're joining Youth Office Yarns. A podcast to help bring hope and purpose during this uncertain time. We believe in the simple truth that God loves you, He gave His life to save you, and He lives by your side. Each week we talk to people from around the Diocese of Hamilton and see how encountering this truth has changed their lives. Cool. So let's get on it. Yeah, let's get into it. So yeah, basically last episode, um, we talked a bit about my story. Um, and I guess this episode, we're going to try... The illustrious John. The, the illustrious John Foxen. <laughs> we'll try to talk a bit about um, you, Jill. We'll try to get to know you a bit better, find out what makes you tick and, you know, yeah. Yeah. So, we don't know each other super well, actually. Yeah. yeah um, I mean, fun fact for our listeners. Yeah. We, how, <laughs> how long have we known each other? About a month or so? Um. Yeah, like uh, just over a month, right? You guys got yeah. here on like the 20-something of Feb. Yeah, so the Just over a month. Yeah, so just over um, a month, yeah. You know, two weeks of which we've been in lockdown. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But it's it's apart from that, it's been a good month. It's been a good month of uh, knowing each other, I guess. But yeah, so... Yeah, definitely. Yeah. It's but been yeah, super be cool exciting. To... Um, we were really excited in the youth office when we were like, oh, yeah, our net team's so chill. They're so cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, same here. Um, the, so yeah. the youth office is pretty chill. It's a pretty cool bunch of people. Um, but yeah, so yeah, I, guess... I guess you guys could have some wacko, like, <laughs> local context. <laughs> yeah, you guys are all right. You guys are all right. But yeah, yes. I guess, um, yeah, so I don't, I suppose I don't know all that much about you. I know a little bit about you, but what's what's some things you like to do with your free time or what's something you're into? I guess. Um, I'm into like a lot of things um, yeah. and a lot of random things. Um, but I guess some stuff that I've um, been working on just while I've had a little bit more time on my hands. Um, I really, really enjoy painting. Um, it's something oh, that yeah. kind of um, I did. Like I took art classes as a kid and then I kind of stepped away from it for a while. And now I'm like... Um, yeah, I don't know, just finding finding little things um, to do. Um, I've been considering, like, doing and taking up, like, a class or whatnot on, like, iconography, which oh. isn't painting. It's, like, writing icons. But, um, oh, yeah, okay. I've been, like, really interested in that. Um, a couple, um, probably, like, two, two months ago, maybe, um, maybe a little bit more. Um, time seems to just blend together. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. One of my um, friends from college, she's she was diagnosed with like um, really aggressive cancer. She's just like thirty. She's a year older than me, so she's thirty one. Um, mm. But she she passed away, and there's this like really cool photo um, of her from like a f- one of her friends' weddings or whatnot. And so um, I kind of like started drawing it out like um, in the style of like an icon um, to kind of. Um, have something to kind of um, of her like um, to remember to like ask her to like pray for me and like intercede for me and stuff so um, yeah little by little kind of doing that stuff wow um, that's awesome yeah so yeah, yeah. Um, other things that I really like doing um, I like building things I'm like a really like hands-on person oh um, yeah so, I mean, yeah, you did. Um, you did a lot of the sort of designing for our house, like the, the. Oh uh, yeah, like. The living room and all that. Yeah. Yeah, I love doing stuff like that. Um, I like dabble in some graphic stuff, like graphic design stuff, but I'm just get like so OCD yeah. about things. 
like and I'm yeah, such yeah, a perfectionist yeah. that I like can't like it just takes so long. Um, oh, that's sweet. Yeah, yeah that's so cool. So, yeah. Yeah. Stuff I think like we that. might actually have some of your paintings in my in my bedroom. Is, are those your paintings? Oh, yeah, yeah, I did those. Um, yeah. yeah, I wasn't sure. I thought those might have been yours. I think you mentioned that, yeah. I forgot that I did those. <laughs> they're um, pretty good. Yeah, like, yeah, they're like real, yeah. um, like, pop art kind yeah. of, of like saints, like a cool, like, modern twist on, like, some some yeah. of the, the saints. They're so, real, real um, colorful. They're really good. Yeah. Yeah, I was, like, thinking, I was, like, because we literally, like, decorate the whole house, and then I was, like, oh, the guy's room doesn't really have anything, <laughs> you know, like, we had, like, bought for the rest of the house, like, pictures of, like, flowers and, like, stuff like that, and I was, like, well, that's not really, like, yeah. guy stuff, so. I appreciate it. I was, it, like, yeah. oh, let's do some cool, like, um, some cool youthful pictures of, like, some, like, really cool male saints yeah Wait, who are they again yeah. is it because like i, I mean i um, can't tell by so their i think there's um saint ignatius Frasati. yeah he's the one climbing um, with the pipe yeah yeah saint ignatius it's saint and ignatius then saint joseph yeah okay um yeah. saint joseph and the baby jesus yeah we weren't too sure about saint ignatius we couldn't tell who that was but yeah now i know so yeah thank you that's my guy yeah oh awesome yeah. yeah, so those are all things that I like doing amongst yeah. many other things, but... Yeah. yeah, yeah, oh, no, that's awesome. It's cool to get to know that. Yeah, sure. Um, yeah. So, yeah. I love football, like we just talked about last week. Yeah, we football. talked about that last week, yeah, I'm sure. Um, yeah. Sports, but, yeah. yeah. No, that's awesome, yeah. Man, too easy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So I guess um, something else I'd like to know. Obviously, you work um, at the youth office. So I guess um, I guess I'd like to know how you sort of came to like encounter Jesus in your life and how you got into into the youth office. I guess how did that all happen for you? Oh man, those are yeah. two really long stories. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I'll start first with how I how I got here. Yeah. Um, okay. And yeah. working in the youth office. Um, I, so, um, I studied at Franciscan University in Steubenville, Ohio, um, which is, oh, um, yeah. yeah, which is like a really, like the Catholic universities of Catholic universities yeah, in the States. Yeah, I've had a lot, I've had a lot of Steubenville, yeah. Yeah, um, they call it the retirement home for netters, actually, because <laughs> we have so many net people that go there afterwards. I didn't know that, there you go, um, that's pretty funny. Yeah, um, probably most from like um net in the u.s yeah but, that's pretty funny um <laughs> yeah so i have actually a lot of friends who did that a couple that did oh. in australia um oh, back really? in the day there you go um yeah so um yeah so i went to uh franciscan university i studied um theology and catechetics with a concentration in youth ministry oh, um man. so for those of you guys that might not know um theology is obviously the study of god um and then catechetics is the study of passing on the faith, how to um, specifically the Catholic faith. Mm. Um, so that comes from that same word of catechesis and catechism, all that kind of um, stuff. Oh, okay. And within that program, um, we were able to do like a specific concentration, how to do that within a youth ministry context. Right. That's um, awesome. So, yeah, yeah so... I did that um, while I was at university. I did. Um, I worked with an organization called Dirty Vagabond Ministries. Oh, okay. Uh, That's a funny name. Kind of now, 
Vagabond Admissions. Yeah. Um, and that was started by uh, an alumni of the university, oh, okay. um, Bob Lisnevsky. Yeah. And um, basically, it was just an inner city outreach. So we worked. Um, Steubenville itself is, while it has like this, our campus is on like a hill, a hilltop, quite literally. Um, and then like the rest of the city is affectionately called like down the hill, right? Um, and the city is actually really, um, really rough and really like um, poverty stricken. Um, oh, okay. So there's a lot of, um, there's a lot of, drug and gang um, activity and that kind of stuff. Um, yeah. And so um, Dirty Vagabond was um, is a ministry for the high schoolers there and um, to bring Jesus kind of into the city, into the youth. Um, most of the kids that come um, are uh, quite rough around the edges. Um, they have some pretty hard stories um, and have never even heard of Jesus would be the last people you would think that, you know, um, would even consider a relationship with the Lord. Mm. Um, you know, some of them are hustling on the streets just to kind of provide for their parents because um, they're in a solo household and, you know, their uh, mom's addicted to crack or, or whatnot. Um, so mm. it is really, really hard. Um, so I did that for three years. Wow, um, three three years. Just volunteering that's... and helping out with them. Wow. Yeah, it was. Um, that's a good I, chunk of. I think time, it taught yeah. me more than probably a lot of things that I learned in classes. Yeah. Um, just about the simplicity of you know, of relationship with the Lord and the gospel and, um, and that kind of stuff. Wow. Um. So I did that, and then I moved. Once I graduated, I moved to Syracuse, New York. Um, yeah. And worked at a parish there, a really small parish, probably quite similar to something that you'd find here um, in Hamilton, um, in our diocese. Um, so the parish had about 900 people in attendance to um, for masses on the weekend. Um, and they'd never had a youth ministry program. I had a really amazing, incredible um, priest who was in charge, who had a great vision and was really amped about the youth. So... He hired me. I was the only full-time employee at the parish. Um, so that's kind of goes to show how invested kind of um, he was. Um, and so, yeah, I started the youth group there. Um, so, yeah, we grew from, I think, the first year we took a retreat. We had a retreat. That was the first thing that I did. And we had 12 kids. And by the time we kicked off, um, it was a summer retreat. So by the time we kicked off um, in the fall, we had about 60 kids coming. Um, wow. So, yeah, wow, that's it was really cool. Eh? So yeah, I was there for two and a half years and then moved back home to Texas, which yeah. I was quite happy about because um, I'm a Texas girl at heart. Yeah. Um, and then um, worked at a parish there, which was very different um, and probably not um, really where my heart was. Um, it was a suburban parish, very... Uh, well off. We had about 2,500 families, um, wow. so a lot of people. Um, I had about th 300 kids in my high school program and about two or 300 in my middle school program. Um, so I was only there for uh, for two years and then um, went off and um, started working for a company called Project YM. And Project YM is uh, an online resourcing and equipping um, for youth ministers. So I started, that's when I started really working with youth ministers and kind of passing on that 
um, all that knowledge that I had kind of gained and helping them and found out that I really, really enjoyed doing that, um, yeah. that I really enjoyed kind of um, helping to equip people to share the gospel. Um, yeah, so, well. yeah. And then I saw I'd taken a little bit of a break from ministry and I saw um, was kind of starting to look, I guess, back into getting back into ministry because um, I worked at a gym for a while, thought maybe about doing personal training and then realized that's not really what I wanted to do. <laughs> Um, I felt very like um, disconnected from like a purpose, like yeah, wow. you know, like what am I really doing um, yeah. here? Like I know that I could be doing so much more, right? And there's that emptiness kind of inside me um, wow. from yeah. not doing ministry full time. And so I started looking into it, and um, I came across this job posting on Facebook, and I applied and um, interviewed. My first interview was with the bishop. And Alex, so that was like super intimidating. Um, But yeah, uh, and then yeah, over the course of the next couple weeks, um, there's a little bit of a back and forth, and I decided I got a job offer, and I talked to Rob, who um, we were just dating at the time, actually, and I said, "What do you think about going to New Zealand?" And he was like, "Okay." Um, so yeah, uh, country. I packed up my bags and, um, here I am and yeah, that's how I ended up here. Wow. Wow. Yeah. It's, yeah, wow. uh, it's real crazy. Um, yeah. I think if you would have asked me like when I graduated university, like if you would have told me I would, you know, be overseas working for the church, I would have been like, nah, you're crazy. That was like something I was like so against, you know, um, coming out of uni because I was like, we have so much here, like in the States that kind of, you know, like we need to clean up our own backyard before we go anywhere else, you know, and start telling people, you know, how to do things. But um, yeah, the Lord just kind of softened my heart a little bit and... um, (laughs) Worked in that, and so yeah. Yeah. Wow. Um, how was how was the transition coming over to NZ? Is like the culture quite different? Like how how did you find settling in, like to your new work and all that? Um. Yeah. So work was actually like um, work in the church is <clears throat> quite, I think, similar um, to what I was doing like back home, um, but. I think the the culture was definitely different. Um, like, you know, the States, I, and I've lived all over in the States. Like, I've lived in eight, yeah. I think, eight different states, something like that. Wow. So I've, like, traveled around quite a bit. And, um, yeah. you know, you've kind of seen, like, um, almost a secularization in the States um, that's grown, mm. you know, since even I was a kid. Um, and... You know, I think being in that bubble, like in America, you think like, oh, America's like gotten so secular and like, you know, they want to take God out of everything. Um, But then you come here and you realize like how really secular the culture here is, Um, you know, like, Mm. and you realize that America, like it's still very um, Christian. Um, and that most people have been to church or have been baptized, um, have some belief in, in God, um, you know, 
and and here like that that's vastly different. Um, Catholics are, um, I think, the last like census that I looked, Catholics were like the largest denomination of Christianity, and it's only still like ten or twelve percent. Mm. Um, it's still very small. Yeah. Um, this is an entire you know country of of really what we would call like the nuns, you know, like N O N E. Because um, yeah. they don't affiliate with anything. Um, yeah, yeah. You know. Um, yeah. So that was definitely shocking. Um, definitely culture shock. Um, some, I guess, less frivolous things, or like more frivolous things, excuse me, um, that was kind of weird was like everything shuts down at five o'clock. <laughs> you know, being in the city oh. back home, like, you know, I can go grocery shopping at like 2 a.m. if I want, you know, like. <laughs> Oh really? Um, we don't really we don't oh. really stop ever. Um, yeah. Yeah, that was kind of weird. Thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Oh, so yeah, just like small things like that. that. Yeah, lingo and whatnot. Yeah, small things. Yeah. Yeah, oh, lingo. Cool. I think we talked about some bit. food stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I think we talked a bit about like the idea of like how America, um, and like is like. Um, a lot more like Christian than New Zealand and Australia. Now, like there's a bit of secularization in uh, Australia and New Zealand. We talked about that last time, but I guess um, I wanted to know, like, I suppose you, you feel that you were called to New Zealand. What, what does that sort of mm. look like? Like, what is your um, uh, like mission look like here? Like how, how have you gone about, you know, serving your call, I guess. Um, yeah. So, prayer a lot of prayer um yeah i think that um my attitude kind of coming over here is um has kind of with the lord has been um for him to use me however kind of he sees fit yeah um and very much so like i guess seeing myself as a as a transitional piece um you know that um, I, I guess, uh, that I know that I'm not going to be here, you know, forever, um, and to do as, as much as I can and set, you know, set a foundation that can be built on, um, mm. you know, um, here at the youth office, I think it has been quite transitional with, with people, um, coming in and out, um, and, um, I wanted to really build something where, you know, when the next person comes along, um, they're not just, you know, starting from scratch, um, that there's something, um, really there. And, um, and it's interesting, you know, like I came, came here, um, to work in the youth office, like youth ministry and stuff. But, um, you know, the more I, the more I work in youth ministry and the more that, um, I've worked here, um, realizing that, like, how small of a piece of the puzzle that is, um, of the bigger, um, of the bigger puzzle, and I think the Lord's really grown in my heart this desire um, to to work um, in a broader sense, like um, parish evangelization and parish renewal. Um, so, mm. helping kind of um, develop and strategize, like. Um, that's that's really kind of my I guess um, my my gravy there right like I guess that's a really American thing to say like 
Um, but like that's my sweet spot, yeah. you know. Like that's where um, I really like to to get into it is like that strategizing. Um, and um, I've always liked puzzles, like growing up and stuff. And that's kind of I guess how my brain works is like how do all these things work together? Um, you know, it's not it's not enough for me to go in and to you know help a youth minister um, start up a really great youth you know, um, youth group at their parish. Um, but the bigger pieces of that, then, you know, um, that youth minister or those like young people, um, what are they going home to, you know, like then there's that problem. And so you keep like looking at all these things that play into, um, a success or, or not. Um, and so it's, it's interesting. Um, I think I'm still trying to, to, I guess, um, pinpoint, um, exactly what the Lord um, is desiring. But every year, you know, um, we start at the beginning and we have this um, in our office, like we have um, basically like the journey, like right the steps um, that people take on their journey with the Lord. Um, so, oh, yeah. you know, anything from like curiosity and seeking trust and that kind of stuff to full on like discernment of vocations, like that kind yeah. of thing. Um, and we plan and we, you know, say this is what we're doing, which, you know, category does that fall into? And then where are we missing? Who's falling, slipping through the cracks? Um, and so, um, yeah, I guess I, my role is, um, kind of directing all those things, like directing those efforts, um, mm. and primarily working with youth ministers to, to try to give them some training. Cause the reality is most of our youth ministers are, are volunteers and, um, yeah, they don't really have the, the training or, you know, things that are easy for me cause I've been doing it for 10 years are really quite laborsome for them. So how do I help kind of allevi- mm. alleviate that? Um, so yeah, that's kind of, I guess, um, the mission, um, and the greater church, um, that that's it for me, um, is helping other people, um, you know. Yeah, for sure. And um, do you have like any specific examples of things that like the youth office is doing like currently, like maybe like that other people are doing in the youth office that you're like like watching over or that you're, you yourself are doing? Or, oh, so yeah. many things. Yeah. Um, you know, it's a hard question to answer right now because so much is uncertain. Yeah, um, lots has been changing with that. It's constantly Yeah, changing. lots is changing um, for sure. Um, but... Um, some cool things that we've started um, is uh, last year we sent out a couple uh, resource packs um, for youth ministers. So um, we mail out some like resources to them, um, talk a little bit about like their own personal formation. Um, so give them something, you know, for their own spiritual life to kind of get fed. Um, give them some like a kind of one page, almost like blog style form that's uh, something that they can kind of do to help them develop professionally. Um, A youth night that they can use, um, you know, a book to read or or something for them. Um, So that's kind of exciting um, that we've been doing. Um, And then from there we kind of meet. Um, Usually I go and travel to each youth group about three times, um, three times in the year to kind of check up on them. So that used to look like us going and running youth groups um, when we would visit. And now, or last year, I guess I, I moved it around a little bit and 
um, that time is for, for me to meet with the youth leader, with the youth leaders, um, and have time to do some one-on-one training with them kind of thing. Um, so there's that, um, there's kind of this idea of, um, what we're calling connect with Shauna's, um, running, but that kind of, um, came from us talking and kind of seeing in the big picture that young adults specifically aren't really connecting into a parish. Um, and obviously we know that's important for the life of the parish, but also for the life of, for their own spiritual life. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. and so, uh, now except for, with the exception of our events, um, everything's done kind of out of, um, the cathedral parish. Um, so we're purposely running things as a part of the cathedral parish um, in order to kind of um, bridge that gap and help people connect into parish life. Um, so that's quite exciting. Um, yeah, I mean, there's heaps of stuff that we're uh, that we're doing. Obviously, big events and that kind of stuff, and um, some trainings and yeah. Yeah, and helping like the uh, net team. Um, yeah, helping okay. the net team, that was a big part. Um, although I will say Alex did a lot of the work to get you guys over here. <laughs> yeah, um, okay. yeah. So, yeah. But, yeah, yeah sure. that's been a joy for me, um, definitely to work with you guys. Yeah, likewise, likewise, it's been very good. Yeah. Yes. Um, <laughs> yeah, I guess another question I have is, how's your like prayer life going in the midst of this pandemic? How is your prayer life going? <laughs> In the midst of, in the midst of the pandemic. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, no, it's going. Um, you know, it's it's funny when you're like, man, I wish I had time to do this um, or that. And the Lord's like, well, I'm about to just flood you with an abundance of time. Um, so yeah. it's been good, you know, um, right before we, um, right before, I guess, the pandemic hit, um, I was, you know, I was, Struggling, I'm not gonna lie. Um, I had had a couple, a couple of hard, um, hard weeks just of bad news after you know bad news, um, mm. and uh, I called my friend Mary, um, who's back home, and I said, you know, hey, I'm just really like, kind of at my wit's end here. Um, do you mind just praying for me? Um, and so mm. we set aside kind of a time to to intentionally pray together and. Um, she, she was interceding for me and, um, received kind of a, a word from the Lord. Um, and the Lord, you know, said, um, yeah, and she kind of had, I guess, no idea that I'd been struggling in prayer a little bit. Um, the Lord said that he desired to kind of, um, you know, he was happy with, with my work, but he desired to, to meet me in the secret place, right? Like, um, mm-hmm. And that even though it seems, you know, counterproductive sometimes, um, that that was like his desire. Um, and yeah, it was kind of like a, a little bit of a like coming to Jesus moment for me, you know, like um, and kind of like, oh, I've, I've been running around doing, you know, um, so much for the Lord that yeah. you can forget to take time to be with the Lord. Yeah. yeah. Um yeah. I think that's a struggle sometimes of when people are like, Oh man, like, you know, it'd be so easy to to um be able to do the mission, like if that was, you know, 
um, my full-time job or like you're so lucky and like I am I'm really really fortunate but um, it also comes with its struggles of you know like um, you work for eight or nine hours a day you know sometimes more um, doing things for the mission and for the kingdom and then you know the last thing that you want to do when you get home is sit down and pray again yeah. you know like yeah, yeah. um and so yeah this time in quarantine has been really um a, a good time to get back to like the roots right the foundation of mm. um of prayer and relationship um so uh, i have a guitar here doing some praise and worship um doing some um reading scripture that kind of stuff. Um, so we just uh, luckily got a um, an iPad right before like um, we found out that we we're going into lockdown. And so it's yeah. cool. Like I have a couple books that I can download on there now and read. And um, I have like the catechism and the, um, the Bible on there um, to be able to sit and pray with. Um, the catechism, like... Um, if you've never like tried to sit down and like pray with it, it's actually a really beautiful document to like sit and pray with. Um, it's almost like if you just read it kind of as like a story, it's very like poetic um, and really, really beautiful to sit and like sit with. Um, so yeah, um, some cool stuff like that. And then just being able to catch up with people and pray with them. And yeah, it's been a, it's been a blessing for sure. Um, as hard as it is, I guess it's really um, it's really cool to have the opportunities that I guess lockdown gives us. Yeah. Yeah. It's cool to see some of the practical things that you can do like with prayer. I think a lot of people sometimes don't know how to just sit down and pray, you know, pra like practical wise, I guess. So yeah, it's cool to hear some of the ways you do it. Um, yeah, that's really cool. I think, um, we, we got some catechisms from the, youth office you gave us about four or five of them and i've been utilizing one yeah. of them as well so yeah it's a pretty good book yes. to have it's a good book yeah yeah and it's really um it's really beautiful for those of you guys that don't know um that might be listening that have no idea what a catechism is um so the catechism of the catholic church was written it came out um actually not like i think just in the 80s maybe uh, yeah something like that but um something like that but it's a document, um, or it's a book. It's document is kind of playing it kind of on the DL. But um, it's a book that contains all of the, the formal teachings of the Catholic Church. Um, so mm -hmm. if you ever have a question of, well, what does the church teach about, you know, the, the Trinity, um, you can go back and flip back in the index and look at it. Um, there's the Catechism Online on the Vatican website that you can um, check out and, you know... Um, there's some pretty nice ones that you can get, I think, from Pleroma for like 20 bucks or something like that. Um, so, yeah. yeah. Just for those of you guys that might not um, know what we're talking about. It's a good read. Might be hard to read it all the way through, but yeah, it's got that a lot of good information in there. If you got questions yeah. about the faith or anything, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it's definitely a lot easier to read when like the pressure is not on, um, <laughs> you know, like when you're not going to get tested on it. Then, yeah. Yeah. Um, I'd hate to be tested on it. Like, oh, I'm just, yeah. Um, so, <laughs> yeah. Cool. Well, I think it's cool that we've heard a bit about your story, Jill. Um, yeah, I don't, I think that's probably about all we got time for today's, um, podcast.
Yeah. Um, so for every um, podcast that we try to have, we try to just give a little bit of a practical challenge um, to leave you at the end. Um, so we talked, I guess, a little bit about um, last episode and um, this episode, a little bit about like kind of um, the platforms that we're given um, to kind of be able to share the, the gospel, right, to share um, the mission. And so I want you to just, um, my practical for you guys today is just um, to take a little bit of time in your prayer, um, so set aside maybe 10, 10 minutes of prayer time. Um, and to just really think about um, the platform that you have um, and um, to just write down maybe uh, one or two really realistic bite size, you know, like easy uh, to accomplish ways that um, that you can kind of share the gospel with with people. Um, so that might be you being cooped up right now um, at home, not being able to do anything. Um, but you know, you have a, a computer with a webcam that you can, you know, live stream, a, a family rosary every day or, or whatnot, um, just to kind of, uh, bring that mission from your home to, to the world. Cool. Yeah, cool. Well, thanks guys. Um, we look forward to, uh, next episode. Um, so tune in.